Ask the Podcast Coach for April 8th, 2023. Let's get ready to podcast. There it is. It's that music that means it's Saturday morning. It's time for Ask the Podcast Coach, where you get your podcast questions answered live. I'm Dave Jackson from the School of Podcasting, and apparently Dave hasn't turned off his notifications on machine number two. Uh, from the School of Podcasting... <laughs> Dot com and uh, joining me right over there is uh, the one and only Jim Collison from TheAverageGuy.tv. Jim, how's it going, buddy? Greetings, Dave. Uh, good to be back on a Saturday morning. Big thanks to Fuzz Martin filling in for me. Last week, I made it down to Kansas City, saw my mother-in-law, made it back, had a travel hangover all in the same weekend. I missed you guys. Good to be back and happy Easter to those celebrating that this week. Yeah, it's uh, it's weird because I had to do, for whatever reason, we did a Zoom thing for my church last night. So today feels like Sunday in a weird, it's because, I don't know what it is. I don't know what day it is, but it's uh, it's Easter weekend. So, uh, and um, what was interesting is Fuzz actually came, he brought, it was BYOM, he brought his own mug. Oh, nice. And that way, uh, you know, we okay. had the, the awesome oh. coffee pour. Yeah, so uh, speaking, speaking of that, why don't you support yeah, me? There we go. I haven't drank coffee in two weeks. So, <laughs> there you go. And, of course, that awesome coffee pour is brought to you by our good friend Mark over at podcastbranding.co. If you want to look good, in fact, I just saw a thing. Somebody did a Twitter thread, I believe is what they're called. But some guy, he had like 1.5 million downloads, and he made a big point of have good-looking artwork because they see you before they hear you. And the great thing about Mark is not only is he an award-winning graphic artist, but he's also a podcaster. So you don't have to do that whole like, it's like a radio show, but the end. No, he knows what a podcast is. In fact, he's going to listen to your show. He's going to check out your current website if you have one. He wants to make sure that your brand is in alignment with your message so that from the minute they see you, from the minute they click play, everything is all in alignment and you end up with the maximum effect that you're looking for with your podcast. If you want to go over to podcastbranding.co, you can see a bunch of his work over there and there's actually a little scrolling, uh, what do you call that thing where the, the thing goes by? Oh, I'm just, oh, I'm not done. I'm not done. What do you... What do you call that thing that scrolls? Ticker. It's called the ticker. Is it a ticker? I you, think so. You can see it. Oh, button. no, 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 no. Uh, uh, it's that. Carousel. 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 Yes, he has a carousel of artwork uh, that goes by. So um, I'm not done. You're not done. I'm not done. I'm like at the Oscars. I'm like, no. And I want to thank God and country oh. and my wife. I want to thank my wife. Yeah. So uh, we want to thank uh, Mark over at podcastbranding.co. So thank you, Mark. <laughs> And uh, you. so you don't have to follow the script every <laughs> single time. Big, big thanks to our friend Dan LaFeb over there. Based on a true story podcast at based on a true story podcast.com. Best Patreon supporter ever, Dan LaFeb, because in March, Dan, I am sorry. We've been all over the place. Dan, Dave took two weeks off. I took a week off. We've been tweeting your stuff. I appreciate you and what you do. If you head out to that site now, this week, assassination of Jesse James. Ooh. If you want to check that out. Yeah, it's got some good stuff. Dan is doing some really good work right now. If you need another podcast to listen to, check it out. Based on a true story podcast dot com. There we go. I'm going to scream that the rest of the show. I'm not done yet. <laughs> <laughs> well, since we kind of were talking about artwork, 
I saw a message here in, um, that's interesting. I went to hit a marker and I think I hit pause on the roadcaster. I want, if you hit the, ah, I did not see there's a little on the roadcaster. You have your time. So we've been going four minutes and 32 seconds and next to it is a little red record button. And it, if you click on the, the actual digits, so I see where it's 440. If I click on that, it makes a marker, which is great for editing. But if you, it turns out if you click the little red circle next to it, it will pause it. I did not know that. So anyway, meanwhile, back at the ranch, somebody was asking about artwork. And they said, how much text is too much text for a cover and which is better? Say you're in a car. Wait, hold on. Say you're a car engineer and your podcast is about how to make your car beat. That's what it says. To make your car beat every, oh, beat every other car on the drag strip. Which is better? How to have the fastest car on the drag strip. That's positive. Learn why you don't have the fastest car on the drag strip. That's kind of negative. Learn why you keep losing on race day. That's very negative. Pain is a greater motivator than pleasure. So I postulate. Ooh, I think we have the word of the day. Postulate. Postulate. Um, The second two possibly are better. And what amount of text is too much for a cover? Should you not put your motto on your cover? And that was the one that I was like, oh, that's what, that's an easy, that made it a very easy answer. Uh, in my opinion, no, unless your, your motto is just do it. I don't know because, uh, <laughs> for me, at least you, the only thing that should be on your, your artwork besides something that explains what the podcast is about is the name of your show in giant text. So that when it gets shrunk down to like, I don't know, 150 pixels, you can still read it. I see people will put their name where it's, you know, spring thinking with Bill and Janice or something like that. And I'm always like, yeah, I don't even think we really need what, what people don't realize is when you set up your show, it's going to ask you for your author. Well, that's you. So put your name. So like for ask the podcast coach, it says Dave Jackson, colon, Jim Collison. Does anyone ever call you Jimmy, by the way? Yeah, my my wife actually calls me Jimmy from time to time when she's mad at me. Because today when I was setting up the Twitter space and I went to start to type Jim, it said Jimmy. And I was like, I don't think I've ever called Jim Collison no. Jimmy. No, you never called me Jimmy, but you can call me Jimmy if you want. That's okay. <laughs> it's okay. Jimbo, James, Jim, Jimmy. Those are the there you go. four things I'll answer to. Excellent. And uh, <laughs> That was useless. <laughs> Useless limbo. I've always just said put the name in giant letters because everything else, the author, so the name, your name's going to be right there and have a tagline. So if it's, you know, whatever, fast cars, colon, why you, you know, how to win every day at the drag strip or whatever like that. Um, the font kind of matters too, right? I mean, the font you're choosing, not all fonts are the easiest to read. And so if depending on, and and it, that doesn't mean it's the wrong font to use. You just, right. This is the art thing. This is where like Mark does stuff and you're like, really, how did you come up with that? Cause it's awesome. And I don't, I I don't have any of those. I don't have any of those chops. You know, I'm like, okay, good enough. And the, you know, oftentimes, especially in the early days of podcasting, we saw people make album art with 
like paint right. and you know paint has like 37 fonts in it and this, so we were all using and they're not good fonts no. right they're not good they're not good ones you don't like comic sans and the, <laughs> the well and the, the i don't think most people know how to use i mean the 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 art of using the way you use your font in advertising and the way the font itself becomes part of what you're doing it becomes part of the art, right? Right in it, and it can, it too can display. I mean, think if you had a military podcast, you would want to use. I would think you would want to use one of those military fonts, right? They have some. They think of like Mash and the the fonts they have uh, on there. So you, you, it, it is one. I, I don't, you know. I think yeah, you want to be able to read it. How many? How much? Like your shirt, Dave, the, all the, the stuff that's on your shirt. Let's just think about that for a second, right? Yeah. Probably a little too much to have. Oh, yeah. Album, it's way right? too much. Yeah. Schoolpodcasting.com. Like across. Now, my, now I've got the, I'm, I'm a blood donor. And so I gave to the American Red Cross. You see this symbol right off. Generally, most people know where to go when they see that. And then, then below it says American Red Cross. Is that enough? Right. I mean, that works for them. I, I, the, the question is, is do you like it? I think this is where it comes down to. Mm. Do you like it? Are you proud of it? Because if you are and it makes sense, you'll put it everywhere. If you're not or you, it's not good, people will tell you. <laughs> That's a boat yeah. go. Mm. I, don't, I don't know about that art. So I don't know. We have uh, the word of the day is kicking off. Uh, Larry says, I'm definitely starting a new show with postulate in the title. Mm. Um Chris's motto is just postulate it. Very good. Uh, coming back to artwork, Dan says I had I had it recommended to put the slogan of my on my cover art, but I also make sure to keep it super simple so it gets the point across without text. I think that's the key. I uh, yeah I was yeah, watching yeah. a YouTube channel and they're talking about making thumbnails, and they said th- said the thumbnail should be or not the thumb the uh, the text on the thumbnail should kind of be optional. Like people should know by whatever it is on the artwork, like what the, the YouTube video is about. And I was like, Hmm, interesting. So. I think the logo question on a shirt, we have two different. You yeah. Know, do you do a small version of it in the, in the upper left? That's really traditional. Or like you got the whole front of the t-shirt is, is, is being used, which is better. I don't know. It's a good. It's a really good question. In reality, because my shirt says I help podcasters, it's what I do, and that's really I made it in giant letters so people would not have a hard time reading it. But then I I squeeze schoolofpodcasting dot com underneath of it, and if I had a, I think I got this from whoever had shirts on sale. So that could be Sticker Mule, it could be T Public. Who probably I don't think either one of those have printing on the back. Uh, and consequently, if I were to do these again, I would put the school of podcasting and come on the back and just have the I help podcasters. It's what I do on the front. Um, so we will. We'll would see. you consider putting a QR code on the on the front? And so, like, if you're talking with somebody and they were like, mm, you're like, just take a picture. If I was at a awkward? conference, yeah, I could yeah. see doing that. Um, there we go. Do you, maybe on the sleeve, maybe yeah. the QR ah, codes on yeah. the sleeve. So it's not like you're, you know, like, hey, take a, take a picture <laughs> of me, <laughs> right? But uh, I don't know. Well, that it's and my, my gut would stretch it out. So the, the QR code probably maybe it would cut, maybe you'd cover it. Maybe that's you just use the QR code. There's a wrinkle. <laughs> yes. <laughs> DR says, oh. I've got the title of my next show, of course, which is Welcome to I'm Not Done with Dave Jackson. Yeah. 
Excellent. I'm not done. <laughs> um, Shouted during an ad. I yeah. love that. When uh, the, your own music cut you off. <laughs> I'm not done. <laughs> Maybe the text can be with less space and more kind of a design. I love the SOP design. Yeah, this is just, this was literally, I. it's probably Sticker Mule or T Public. On occasion, they will say, hey, special for the next X amount of days, T-shirts are nine bucks. And I'm like, you know what? Let's go make a design. So. Um, this was kind of a little catchphrase I was throwing around for a while, so I threw it on it you. I need one that just says, because most of my school of podcasting ones have the the little shield thingy, the crest, shall we say, and I just need one with just the, the letter school of podcasting. I think that would be cool. Um, this one I don't have yet. So, But, uh, yeah, if you're not on the Sticker Mule email list, they're, uh, they're always running specials on. Right now they have magnets. Um, I think I got these stickers, again, showcasing the awesome work of one Mark from PodcastBranding.co. Um, and they're always, like, dirt cheap. So I don't buy anything there unless it's, it's not even that expensive when it's not on sale. But they always, on occasion, like, hey, you know, whatever, 50 stickers for you know four bucks and they're also not the weenies that then charge you 47 dollars for shipping you know what i mean it's like oh the stickers are two bucks and the shipping's 38 you're like yeah never mind so uncle marv says i have a t-shirt with a qr code on the back small pocket logo on the front see that's what i need t-shirts are cool but i kind of miss the days when there was the a pocket here because then you could easily put a logo on that bad boy and have a place for your phone so that's always fun. So nerdy, nerdiest thing ever, though. By the way, <laughs> that is. And then you get like the, 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 the kids are gonna <laughs> the kids are gonna come down hard on you for that one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Seriously, Dad, a pocket? Come on. <laughs> Pockets are so nineteen ninety three. That's it. Dennis wants to know what the heck are we using for this stream? We are using Streamyard. If you go to uh, well, here I will put a link. I think in the uh, let's see if my text expander. Yay. Um, I love Text Expander because I just typed in hashtag StreamYard and it spit out my StreamYard affiliate link. StreamYard is it. And you can do fun things like, you know, I can share slides. So here's that. I can, I can, this is where things get really weird. Uh, uh, hold on, Jim. Oh, hold. Okay. Put us back. Put us back. <laughs> yeah, I can't talk that way. <laughs> yeah, I could, if there were, I've seen people, because you can now make your own layout. And I saw, I think yeah, it was Michael Stelzner, where what he does is he doesn't, like, take himself off the screen. So I could, you know, I could come in and, like, if Jim answers a question, I could do this. And so what Michael did was he just made himself a little smaller, like about 15%. Just it makes the guest a little bigger. And then he clicks, you know, one of these layouts. So I don't know that this because there's only just the two of us. Okay, yeah, kind of like this. Yeah. And then he would go back to this. But it was different where this was... The guest. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. And yep. so that way, so if we, it's, it just, it always seems like. You know, it'd be, you know, it'd be great. And I think you can make this this way. So yeah, like this, but then uh, you can switch between the two of them without having to switch the. Right. The So like switches back for a second. Oh. Uh, Hold on. So today, like say we're in that mode, right? And sorry, video or yeah, sorry, audio, audio, audio people. Folks. Yeah. This is all, this is all visual, but. 
In other words, so you could make me big without moving me and then make yourself big without moving you, if that makes sense. Right. So you can flip, but you can make that. I think you can make that on StreamYard now. Yeah. That, that extra screen and then flip between the two of them. I find it a little jarring sometimes to see all these video things moving around. Right. On StreamYard where it's, you know, you're flipping and swapping. I do some of that on some of the Gallup stuff that we do. The, I think the other thing I'd like or I need to and I haven't even messed around uh, necessarily with these yet. But the five person view on this is terrible. <laughs> you know, it's four is perfect. Five yeah. is awful. Yeah. And so uh, it is maybe coming up with a better five person view. I've, I need to mess around with these. I just they just put them out a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Chris says the new StreamYard layout function is great. You can also do guest destinations. So, oh, yeah, this is interesting. So your guest, if I understand this right, in the same way that I'm streaming now to my Facebook and uh, Twitch and yeah. YouTube and all this other, your guests could go in and do the same thing. So it's it's double the fun for that. Um, yeah, and I probably should be. You know, we could dual broadcast this on my on my YouTube channel. Yeah, right. Which would which would make more sense. Yeah, interesting. So um, and then Stefan says, if you pay for Streamyard, you can stream to multiple destinations. Yep. Yep. Um, I'm on the Uber Pro plan or whatever. So it's it's a pretty slick tool if you're looking for free. The only thing I, I've ever thought of that I was like, hmm, is because I bought StreamYard a year, uh, which was not cheap, but I use it every Saturday, so it's worth it. And uh, But the only other thing I would consider, because I do have a Mac now, would be uh, Ecamm. Mm-hmm. That looks, but that also looks like there's a bit of a learning curve when I look at all the different things. And StreamYard is really, for as powerful as it is, it's pretty user friendly. It's usually just drag and drop stuff. Larry says I was uh, recently, I recently jumped ship from Riverside to StreamYard. That's my question. I here's the thing: Riverside got, I think it was 2.1 million. Uh, they got some sort of grant, and they started advertising everywhere. And the people that I used to know that used it all the time but didn't have a problem, I've not heard them talk about it recently. And I'm like, hmm. And I have had people go, what's an alternative to Riverside? So I don't know how how it's working over there. I always say whatever you use, whether it's clean feed, Squadcast, Zoom, always have two things recording. <laughs> Larry says it had nothing to do with the fact that they dropped my sponsorship. <laughs> um, yeah, Brad Miller said I moved from uh, Riverside to Ecamm. Yeah, because I've always said if you got a Mac, Ecamm all the way. Uh, I don't know anybody that has a holy cow Ecamm ate my you know mm-hmm. episode story. Not that it can't happen. But. Yeah, not that it can't always. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean the day I had Zoom eat one, I was like, really? Because I have recorded thousands of things on Zoom, different meetings and coaching and things like that. And we got done with this one thing, and all of a sudden it was like. Wait, what? And I've had that happen before where you have to like right click and open this with that. And I had one I had to send to Zoom support and they were able to revive it. And this one I sent it to them and they were like, Yeah, we're sorry. It's just not it's not going they, back. They do just this week we were I would I recorded a call on Zoom and I'd sent the link to some folks and then they were like, I can't I can't it doesn't work. So I check it, sure enough. I go back and all my Zoom recordings are gone. Like gone, and I was like, uh, guys. So I I contact our IT group, and they're like, yeah, Zoom's having some communication problems at the moment. Just hang tight; they'll be back. Sure enough, about an hour later, they all came back. So they weren't lost, but yeah, you, you, you've got to. I mean, 
you've, you've got to practice good backup for all those things as well. As an example, you you know, we're recording now. It's recording to StreamYard. It's also recording to YouTube. Now that, depending on your plan, you know, you have the Super Pro plan, so you could record in 1080 if you wanted to. Yeah. Pull it down from StreamYard in 1080 with with the audio not being compressed. And if you choose the option, you can have us recording separately. We're not doing that this morning, but you could do that if you wanted to on those Pro plans. I use the $10 plan. It's 720 it's also going to YouTube, but YouTube's compressed, right? So you, you're you getting not full, well, maybe full video fidelity, definitely not audio fidelity. So you are getting a compressed version of the audio on YouTube for sure. So, but that's two places. You should never think, you know, should always be thinking about even with your recording and even your long-term recording. Like if I record it to StreamYard, it, it, I should it should immediately be going somewhere else immediately because you know that one time you go back to get it and you're like oh Streamyard's down or oh that file got corrupted doesn't happen very often but you you got to back that stuff up too. I tried their separate recording thing that they do here on Streamyard with me with me and Daniel, and I pulled it down and about every five words there was this kind of thing going on. And I'm like, what the heck? So then I, I luckily, I always, again, have two things recording. So I download my files from my roadcaster and it's not there. And I was like, okay. Cause I noticed it's like beta. And I was like, that means don't make this the sole recording of uh, whatever it is you're doing. So always have two. That's all I can say. The other thing here, uh, Chris said, Riverside had too many issues with audio drift for me to stick around. Mm-hmm. It makes my head hurt to think, if I did video, that I would have separate video and separate audio. That sounds like a sinking nightmare of just making sure everything lined up. Um, Kyle said the the new version of Squadcast made some good upgrades to their service. Yeah, they did. They have a thing where you can say what show is this interview for, so that kind of comes in handy. Chris Stone says Ecamm does interviews up to five people and multiple destinations as well. Uh, has been solid for me. Again, I don't know anybody that's had a bad word to say about Ecamm. There's a, the only, here's the bad thing about Ecamm. I don't think they have an affiliate program. They used to, and I don't think they do anymore. Uh, there's a bit of a learning curve versus StreamYard, but way more functionality. Yeah, I know Laria Petrucci over at Livestream Pros, um, been doing video forever, is a big Ecamm person. Uh, and then uh, Coach Dave, StreamYard has been pretty good. I'd have trouble from time to time with browser platforms. Not sure if it's still true, but it used to be Chrome dominant. Yeah, as far as I know, I always recommend Chrome. For- Let's be clear, Chromium, right? The the engine behind Chrome, not just Chrome. Right. You can use Edge. You can use any of those browsers that are Chrome-based. Now, be saying that, a lot, of the, a lot of the browsers, you think of Edge being the primary one. You know, Edge is Chromium-based. They're they're adding so much to their own browser right. that yeah yeah the engine is the same in theory but you, you, there could be some things that they're doing to the browser that may or may not make it compatible so your mileage might vary Chrome I they they almost always recommend Chrome as the browser not the engine but uh, again I use Edge on Mac on a fairly regular basis on Stringyard and it's just fine. And speaking of always having a, a duplicate, the last time I looked, I had a red light and we were recording. Oh, and now we don't. No streamer. I no no. We're recording here. My uh, 
My road? No, I mean, I mean the roadcaster. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm like, uh-huh. so I'll, I'll hit record. I don't know what is now. In theory, we you still have two copies of this, Dave. You right, have a one yard on copy of it, and one on YouTube as a minimum. Um, are we going to Facebook or LinkedIn no. or any of those other locations? Um, yeah. We're so, going to, yeah, I think Facebook, I wouldn't use it, but I think Facebook right. has a version of it, too, that they're streaming there. Which so. is, here's the weird thing about this. I just cleared a bunch of stuff off that card, uh, and it's saying I have zero hours left on the card, so that's why it's not recording. I ran out of space. Uh, that's, it, yeah. that's a weird Or maybe one. it was formatted incorrectly. It's, it's possible. Something. That, um, yeah. yeah. Kyle says, uh, Discord or clean feed. Are good options when you want to do audio only. Clean feed is more podfaster, podcaster friendly. Yeah, I know uh, the No Agenda show for a long time. I think they still do use clean feed. The thing I was surprised, I used Libsyn Connect, uh, which is Libsyn's new, for lack of a better phrase, uh, Squadcast. I'm sure they love it when I say that. Uh, but I was surprised because it works. It's fine. It's super simple. Um, and I still use Squadcast, said the Libsyn guy. And the reason for it is I like having a, you know, I'm sure it's low version video, but the fact that I can see my person, it aids in the communication process. I didn't think it would make that much of a deal. And we did one, uh, Daniel and I did one on Libsyn Connect. And the fact that I couldn't see him, I was like, this is, um, it's just one of those things where maybe if I never had done anything where I could see the person, it would be fine but I was used to seeing the person from, from this on StreamYard and from Squadcast that when I went to not being able to see the guest, I was like, hmm, this is this would take a little getting used to. So it's not horrible. It was fine. But you just get a better idea of, you know, like, you know, sometimes you'll see me back here rummaging through something and, and you know, to like stretch out a bit as Dave figures out, you know, what's going on. And um, that's where the, the added bonus of video helps well what's the right one the right one is the one that works best for you for you bingo exactly yeah what's the best uh what's the best exercise the one you do yes Uh, (laughs) i went out for a walk yesterday i got winded walking downhill and i thought oh i need to get i should probably do this a little bit more often i i had a friend in from out of town and when i mean i've known him since i was in the sixth grade and we always used to walk to this one store and we walked there, and I go, I don't remember being this far away. <laughs> <laughs> My Roadcaster Pro, Coach Dave says, not recording when hitting record, fixed temporarily with reboots, fixed more permanently when I swap memory cards. Yeah, I yeah. just I just took out and put in the memory card because when I upgraded the Roadcaster Pro last week, for some reason, that little program you run to pull files off of it would not pull files off of it. It kept crashing. I probably should have just rebooted, but anyway. Andrea says Zencaster has options to record audio only and you can have uh video as well. Yeah, it's it's pretty flexible. Here's the the fun thing I feel bad about Zencaster is when they launched they had a drift problem and everybody in the world talked about it and I feel bad because I'm sure it's fixed, but every time I hear Zencaster I'm like, eh, I'm not sure. It's that first impression thing. Here we go. We use uh Todd says we use the new stage channel on discord and for audio it's pretty good mm-hmm. again going back to jim's statement which one is the best one the one that works for you <clears throat> you know brad says i'm doing a recording with a guest on in zimbabwe on ecam i'll be interested to see how that works i once was interviewed by a guy and uh he said look i'm in africa 
So we're going to drop this call a lot. And he goes, but I'll, we'll just, I'll re-ask the question. We'll go for another probably five, 10 minutes. It'll drop the call. I will call you back. We were on Skype at the time. This was forever ago. Then exactly what happened happened. And he'd be like, I'd be talking all of a sudden, boop, boop, and he'd be gone. He'd call back and he's like, all right, hold on. Let's go back to the last question. And it was just so kind of like, he just did it in a way like, this is what's going to happen. It's not a big deal. Don't freak out. We'll just pick up where we left off. And we did. And it was, uh, but he, he just explained that where he lived in Africa, the internet was just horrible. And so you kind of have to just be ready for that. Uh, Chris says, when was the last time you updated your roadcaster? It would have been a week ago. I think it was. Um, I'd have to, to check. Well, since I'm not recording now, I can do that. System uh, information. It's been nice podcasting with you, Dave. Have a good weekend. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> my firmware. Oh. Yeah, my, <laughs> my firmware is up to date. So I, I think it's probably the card, which when I think about it, Listen, with memory cards, there can be order of operation problems. There can be pulling the cards, especially if you you format them in Windows. If you pull it too early, you can, then it's just, it doesn't have all the things it needs to be alive. I mean, there's just a lot of things I just don't like. And I know they do it because it's small and it's handy. I do not like a memory card form factor. I think they're just too easy to get bent or dropped or they slide underneath the couch or they like, it's just, I don't like that form factor. I would much rather in that have that thing writing to a, like a M2 M.2 SSD drive and then have I, a network connection. out. I get it. I get while they're doing it, but I'd much I, rather have that out. I'd rather have an SD card, not yeah. a micro SD card. Oh, These well, days. yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's, I don't even like that size. That's the that's the SD size. I Those are the ones that the, are the size of your thumbnail, where yeah, the micro yeah. SD is the size of your pinky fingernail. I feel like you blow on those things, and the data flies off of it. Like, <laughs> I, you know, I just I don't like I just don't like them. I, I don't feel good. I know. Listen, I know photographers and and such use those all the time but i always hear that's where i always hear the problems yeah i took it out of my camera and i put it in my thing in my computer and then it didn't work and like you know i lost the data whatever i just i just those give me the gbs i i found a a new pet peeve of of mine i actually wrote a uh, a blog post on this i was listening to mayam Billick, I think is her last name, or Blylick or something. Amy from The Big Bang Theory. Blossom if you're old. And uh, she was interviewing Wallowitz. I just know their characters' names. Uh, from The Big Bang Theory. Two-hour podcast, right? And if you don't know, she's actually a something scientist. Meta, she's super smart. And um, so while everybody else was acting on the show, she actually knew what she was talking about. <laughs> And she's really into to mental health and blah, blah, blah. So it's it's Mayim Blilik's Breakdown is the name of her podcast. I listened to 13 minutes of it, and I, it was it, – it, it poked the bear so bad that I was like – and I went back and got a timer. And in the first 13 minutes, Jim, how much – what percentage of her show was advertising? Oh, in the first thirteen minutes, first thirteen ninety percent. That's a little high. It was it oh. was it was bad, but it wasn't that 34 percent. Oh, 
because uh, radio is 18 minutes, according to the one article I found, 18 minutes out of 60, which is 30%, and this was 34. But here's the thing that that was bad about it, in my opinion, is like at the beginning of the show, we do two ads. Yeah. I was going to say, what do you think our during? I'd have to look uh, because we do our, you know, we do basically two minutes within the first five minutes. And then we go sometimes an hour before we get to our awesome supporters. But here's the thing that got me. Yeah. She's a neuroscientist. It's uh, Mayim Bialik. And it was ad number one. And Jim, I'm going to guess what ad was just pick, pick an advertiser. Audible. Audible. Oh, you're close, Uh, but no. uh, Hold on. Uh, some mattress. Uh, see, see, you're going for the classics. I was dying oh. for an Audible ad. It was yeah. BetterHelp and Athletic Greens. And oh, Athletic no, Greens is aggressive right now. Yeah, yeah they're, they're, they're and everywhere. again, we're not bashing the sponsor because we need the Athletic Greens and right, right. The, we need these people because it's you know I think it was two billion or whatever. But she did three ads. And host, that's what post read live or or post read live. I, I at least on the video it was. No, actually, I take this back. They were probably inserted later. Okay, uh, but it was a case of like, hey, let me tell you about you yeah. know um, Casper mattress. Yada 30, yada yada. Thirty second ads, sixty second ads. What what do you think? <sighs> Two minutes? I think there were a minute. Okay. So, but what Long got enough. me is, yeah, so after the first ad, you're like, hey, look, she has ads. And then you go, of course she does, because she's got, you know, already has, you know, whatever, two million, two million likes on this thing. Then she goes into the second ad. Hey, let me tell you about Athletic Greens. And I'm like, mm-hmm. okay. So then you, there's there's a thing in my voice that was like, okay, well, she'll be back, you know. The first one was like, oh, yeah, of course she has ads. Second one was like, okay, well, if I just sit through this one, she'll come back. When she launched into the third ad, that's when I was like, uh-uh, sorry. And that's when I, I'm like, if somebody's going to waste my time, it's going to be me. And that's when I grab my little timer. I'm like, let's go back to the beginning. And every time they run an ad, because they started off with a pre-roll ad, then they did like their yuck, yuck, cottage cheese discussion about who cares. And then, and it's her, and I think it's her husband, uh, John, if not, who knows who he, they never introduce like who this guy is. It's just John. And then they spent a lot of time interviewing or introducing the guest, and then she did my favorite, which is she brought the guest on and then explained how they knew each other. And I was like, you just said that in the introduction. So it was just one of those where I really like her. I, I That's the one thing I thought was so cool. She was totally like no makeup, just like it's me. I woke up, threw on my glasses, got a hoodie on, and I'm going to interview my friend. And I was like, that's cool. Now, when she interviewed Dustin, Hosp- <laughs> Dustin Hoffman, not so much. She had a, a nice blazer, some jewelry on but for me 30 i now can say 34 percent is when i go that's too many ads couldn't but couldn't you just 30 30 30 through that and i could have as soon as i hear an ad on most podcasts i I listen to this week or windows weekly leo laporte right and he's got four minutes of ads in the very beginning his ads well his host read ads are super long his pre-roll ads are tight because they're recorded right so i know they're 30 seconds so I know he's got three, 30, 30, 30. And then I get right to his, it's like clockwork. I get right to the beginning. And then his host read ads. I'll listen to the first couple seconds of it just to know like, okay, who's he, who's he talking? Who's, who's right. who are his folks now? And then boop, 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 four times. Usually that gets me to the end. Oh, well, here's the yeah. thing. Normally I can't listen to podcasts at work because I'm troubleshooting. My right, brain is, right, right, yeah. but there are some podcasts I've now made a, um, 
a playlist in my phone called Radio-esque, meaning this is stuff that I can have on in the background. Oh, I, don't yeah. need to, I don't need to take notes on this. So this is a perfect example. It's a celebrity interviewing another celebrity. And I was like, you know, if I if I walk out of the room for 10 minutes and come back, I probably didn't miss anything really that great. Uh, So that was part of it. I just was like and as I'm sitting there, I'm like, okay, so she has ads. This is like the first time I've heard her show. And so I was just and what gets me is I think if these had been 15 seconds, I think it still would have bugged me Mm because it was like, here's an ad. Here's another ad. And one more just for fun. Uh, it wasn't so much the time. It was just like my brain keeps going, oh, and I bet she's done now. And uh, and then she wasn't. And I, so I'd go back, and then I'd think, okay, I bet she's done. Oh, no, she's not. So I think yeah. it was my brain kind of yeah. kept going back to check. I don't know. It was just – I just thought for me, I don't know. Aside from Joe Rogan and Conan, who I skip, I have my phone start Conan at seven minutes, and it's mm-hmm. not long enough. Yeah. Because Kona does this thing where if you don't know him and if you don't know that that's his assistant who's been working with him forever, he he bashes his staff. It's a kind of a Howard Stern thing where let, let's make fun of the staff. And it's always inside jokes. Mm-hmm. So you have no idea what I just I hate the beginning of Conan's show. I'm like, he does great interviews, but I I just like I just want to skip to like the 10 minute mark. Like, please let me know when. David Schwimmer starts or whoever it is I'm trying to hear. So Mm -hmm. um, David says uh, her show, let me bring that up there. Uh, Her show ads are up front. And this is, I think the debate, if you're going to do ads, Mm. this is the debate you have to have with yourself, right? Is to say, okay, I know (laughs) that the farther I put these ads down in the podcast, the less likely they are to get listened to. And if they're, Say you're using host red affiliate ads. Well, that directly affects you from the sense of you only get paid when they use the affiliate link, right? Right. So you want those ads as close to the this these are this is the thought process that goes on. You want those ads as close to the front as possible to make sure that people do hear them. But based on your story, if I do too many up front, Dave, I turn I start turning people off. Like you're you're a prime example of somebody coming into a new podcast and I throw three ads at you to make sure that you listen to them and you're like, I'm out. I mean, you don't even you, you just you're like, I this is it. I'm done. If you're gonna do this to me all the time, I'm out. So it really is a I you really gotta, you know, when you're thinking about ad placement, you really gotta kind of think like, how many is enough? How many will my audience tolerate? Are they host read or program programmatic where they're I'm, we're getting them from somebody else and I don't know who they're going to be? Here's another weird part, and I don't know that I would think this if it was Brian, the podcaster in the basement. She made two hundred thousand dollars an episode on the Big Bang Theory, so there's a part of me going, seriously, you need another ad like you need the extra eight hundred bucks. I'm like, <laughs> come on. So I don't know that I would think about that. From that may, that may be contractual, though. You know, she yeah. I, listen. She's not doing her own right, podcast, <laughs> right? <laughs> she's she's working with a company who's doing the podcast for, her and and maybe they've guaranteed her a certain amount, and so to get that certain amount, that company needs to. It, they've done the math. Oh, yeah. Well, that's like, yeah. that's the thing. I will put a link to this in the show notes. You can't do a podcast and lose money. Like but, so they're gonna have to they're gonna put the ads in to get paid for I, sure. I actually I was inspired to write a blog post about this and 
um, the thing that got me is I, I said when I went to press fast forward for the the third ad roll, instead of pressing fast forward, I pressed stop because I'd had enough. Um, but here's a, a graph from Jacobs uh, Media. The when they got to like why are people leaving? When they got to the the green section, I don't know why they have different colors. Thirty one percent of the people left radio because there were too many commercials. And I was like, hey, just for the record. Um, and then I go in here and they say in this one article I found 40 to 80 percent are the fill rates. So it's not like everybody's like just holy cow, we, we've got too many ads and not enough spots. And I also pointed out that ever so slightly CPM. So that's the thing that works for really big shows uh, has gone down ever so slightly. But then I came down here and you know, you'll hear this like everybody added programmatic advertising, which could be one of the reasons why the price of ads are going down, because now everybody can have ads. And you can see where in this one service I'm using, I had uh, 150 downloads and I made 54 cents. So that calculates to point zero zero three six cents a download. If I had 300 downloads, I'd make a dollar eight. Now, fast forward to the future of podcasting, which is a show I do with Daniel. And we had somebody donate a hundred thousand sats, which in English is once I split it with Daniel, $14 and 22 cents. And the thing is we've like, that show has less than 2000 downloads total. And that, that uh, boost was for one episode. And that equals $14 and 22 cents divided by 113 downloads for that episode is $126 CPM. And I went, that's a heck of a lot better than 22. Now, granted, that's a whole, you know, that's a show about kind of the whole crypto thing. So we're going to get more of those. But I just, it was one of those things where I was like, yeah, I just, to me, it was, I, I think the biggest thing was there were too many, not so much the ads, although at the beginning, that's the other thing that got me is by the time I got to 30% through her show, and I need to go back and listen again and listen to the whole thing to find out what the total is because it is a two-hour-long episode, but by the time you got to the 30-minute mark, it was down to 22%. So she'd gone from 34% at 13, at 30 minutes it was 22. But it was really annoying, because they'd, they'd get into a good conversation, and then, bam, she's got to start talking about, you know, whatever. you know. And I was like, ugh. So it was just driving me nuts. So I was, I was inspired to go start a blog post, and, you know, then um, I explained how Jen Briney... In fact, let me go get this link and put this in the show notes. Jim, I, I double dog dare you to listen to this episode. Jen Briney did an episode. Now, if you're not familiar with Jen, she does Congressional Dish, but she did a thing on the Twitter files. Have you heard of the Twitter files? Mm, I have heard of them. Yes. <clears throat> and without putting on tinfoil hats and starting a political discussion, she has tape from C-SPAN of a high-up government official in the United States, explaining that, yeah, we, we we propagandize our own citizens. And I was like, wait, wait, what? I'm like, and it's like, yep, here's the guy who was the head of such and such, and he says that he spreads propaganda. And I was like, and it's in the Twitter files. And I was just like, why isn't this on the news? So I told people, I'm like, all right. And, and she, it was interesting, because Jen, who was normally not a, a tinfoil hat person, because as soon as I heard this episode... I ran to Venmo because Jen doesn't have her show set up for the whole boostograms and stuff. Found her Venmo and sent her an extra 20 bucks because I send her 15 bucks a month anyway via check. But that was one. And I explained that this is kind of the digital way of going, 
bravo. Like, I want to give more. You know, why do people do standing ovations? It's a way of saying, no, not only was this good, I'm going to stand up for you. And regardless of the fact that I've been sitting on my butt for a two-hour play and I really need to stand up, I'm going to stand up anyway. But uh, it's interesting, and Jim is thirsty, so we will... Uh... I've run out of coffee. <laughs> this coffee, by the way, brought to you by... No. <laughs> yeah, wouldn't <laughs> yeah, that be it? Athletic Greens brings you this coffee. Uh... That's why Jim's so um, hyper this morning. He's Hold on, let, not... me, let me drink this delicious... <laughs> Hold on, my hand's covered this delicious coffee. <laughs> oh, I just spilled it all over myself. Yeah, hey, speaking of that, yeah, speaking of advertising, let's take this time to... Uh, Thank our awesome supporters. Um, if you go to askthepodcastcoach.com slash support, um, that would be uh, – we, we really do appreciate that. We we have lost a few awesome supporters due to this lovely, like, everybody losing their job thing. So if you still have a job, do consider playing uh, – going to askthepodcastcoach.com slash support. Um, or, oh, another way you can support us is if you need a website for your podcast – uh, and you don't want to go with Mark, why not go with Mark? But if you need a budget thing, go to tripodpage.com. That's my affiliate link for that. Uh, and if you need more Jim Collison, and hey, you know what? We missed him last week. You could have gone over to theaverageguy.tv and uh, you know gotten your fix of, of Jim. And uh, if you need to start a podcast or if you need to grow a podcast, Check out the school of podcasting.com. We've got courses, we've got coaching, we've got community and unlimited one on one coaching. And nobody believes that. That's my biggest problem. I'm having people like, wait, so I can order another session, even though I just had one? And I'm like, yeah. And they're like, oh, wow. Oh, that's cool. If you'd like to, again, be an awesome supporter, go over to askthepodcastcoach.com slash support. So we, we did something at the four minute mark. And and now we're almost at an hour. But here's the thing. We're we're advertising free for the rest. So there we go. <laughs> Kyle says, Athletic Greens owes us a hundred bucks. Um I have bought things. Have you bought you something have, that you, you, have, you No. <laughs> do you have an affiliate link for them for Athletic Greens? I don't think I do. I think they are definitely a company that stuff and, looks awful. I, I like I've watched I've watched YouTubers advertise it and they're like here drink this green stuff I know it's good for you but it tastes awful and I was just like yeah no I'm not gonna I have a sponsorship for my weightless show my weight loss show and I forget sad I don't remember the name of my sponsor but they somehow put honey in it so about the time you go it, yeah. it's, there's a little bit of sweetness to to come in and help you oh, out Lucky Charms I'm drinking Lucky Charms that's what I'm that's my athletic <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think of something I bought from a podcast. That's a great because I haven't bought a mattress. Or okay, listen, razors. A, lot, a lot of the things we do here are slow burn advertising. So we're talking about the roadcaster. I, right. I, I'm like because of all the the conversations that go on about this crazy roadcaster and roadcaster two, right? Is that, are, the, are those okay. the right names? Okay. So um, that's slow burn, right? That's just like influence in the background. That is, you know, those are those are the kinds of things that get you thinking about. It's just constantly there. It, it, it's just been. I think we do way more of that. I mean, we spent a whole half an hour talking about various platforms like StreamYard or Zencaster or whatever, right? Fill in the blank. I think that's slow burn advertising because that's products you, you don't sit, you know, that's not one of those things all of a sudden you go, oh yeah, no, they said it. I'm going to go buy it, right? Well, it's slow burn. In the book, Profit from Your Podcast, 
proven strategies to turn listeners into a livelihood. I talk about how uh, LegalZoom had started podcasting on the Earwolf network or something like that. And after about a month, they're like, yeah, this isn't working. We're going to, sorry, but like, no, we're pulling it no more. And then about halfway through the next month, it it started taking off. They're like, put it back, put it back, put it back. So it's, it is a slow, the the worst thing, if you are doing advertising and you have somebody that's like, how much is it again? Could we do one episode? That is not the person you want. Cause as Jim was saying, it's kind of a, in some cases it's a, they want to keep your brand in front of people, Mm -hmm. uh, that kind of thing. So they, they just want to get their name out there. Well, like yeah. you, you said with LegalZoom, sometimes it takes time. I think so we, we feel like, and listen, your regular listeners are going to get way, they're going to get sick of it and they're probably not going to buy it, but you're going to get some fringe listeners who've heard that for the very first time and then go, Oh yeah, maybe I should, you know, I've been, uh, I've been using, uh, Nespresso as an affiliate sponsor for Home Gadget Geeks. And I have a code, uh, that, that I throw out there and I thought nobody will do this. Four or five weeks in, I got somebody to, and I'm going to keep, it just takes time, right? Not everybody listens to your podcast the day you release it. And so it just, eventually somebody goes, yeah, I'm tired of drinking this nasty coffee. I'm going to go, Jim said, use Nespresso, right? I'm going to give that thing a try. So you, I think you got to kind of stick with it too. You got to keep it the forefront. You got to live, you know, you kind of got to live the advertising. And the, I think the best strategy for this is uh, Jordan Harbinger um, has does a really cool thing where jordanharbinger.com slash deals. And what he does is every time he gets an advertiser, he basically puts it on this slash deals page. So when you go here, it's like the Jordan Harbinger mall. Yeah. And, and it's all of his sponsors in one place. The one thing I haven't seen yet, I've heard him talk about this. There they are, Athletic Greens and Audible. <laughs> and Audible. Yeah. Where's HelloFresh? I'm yeah. sure that's got to be in there, too. Yeah. Let's look. Hey, there let's, we go. Actually, I bought this, Bio-Optimizers. I bought that because of Jordan Harbinger. Okay. Um, it's in my refrigerator as we speak. Is it bio-optimizing you? It is. I am bio-optimized. <laughs> but the thing that uh, apparently in here, and I don't see it yet, why well, he's had a lot of sponsors. I think I'm going to do this. I like this idea. I, yeah. I thought about this in the past. It's just a lot of work to keep it up. But Because here's, here's but what I, it does is he'll talk about, you know, I could talk about Sweetwater, you know, go to askthepodcastcoach.com slash Sweetwater, and then I talk about the school of podcasting, and I use the blah, blah, blah. But if you have one link to remember, and you always like, hey, you know, to support the show, or if you, to support the show, support support the people that support us by going to jordanharbinger.com slash deals. So you might be going there to get some athletic greens. Man, they really owe me some money this week. And um end up buying a purple mattress, right? Because you're like, oh, I didn't realize it's look at this. I got a coupon code for a you know you eat hello fresh on your purple mattress. That's right. Yeah. And then follow it with some athletic greens. Yes. What I was looking for, because you know, everything now has AI in it. He has somehow hooked up some sort of smart AI search to help you search through the sponsors. So I didn't see that there on that page, but he's like, they're working on it. So maybe he hasn't rolled that out, but he's going to tie AI into uh, to his ads page. So uh, 
kind of cool. Which is really just an algorithm. Let's just be really clear. Yeah. That's not really AI. It's not really. Yeah. It's um, just search, friends. It's just search. So anyways. Uh, just to tie into the, the last thing we were talking about, somebody in Reddit said, Spreaker versus ACAST for monetization. Thing. Just realize that when you hear these Spreaker versus ACAST things or anybody that says I can make money from day one, it's point zero zero in this case, three, six cents per download. So times that by whatever you got, and you're going to find out it's like a dollar eight per episode. And it, what's weird is I see people switching from ACAST to Spreaker. So th- instead of point zero zero three six, it's point zero zero three eight. And I'm like, you, you do that's like an extra quarter by the end of the year. Um, and not that I'm anti-ad. I should say that up front. I'm not anti-ad. In, in the case of, of Mayim's case, I, I just didn't like the way she was using them. And in the case of this whole programmatic thing, look, you do you. I'm just not interrupting my audience for, you know, 13 cents an episode. I'm just like, yeah, I'll wait till I get that. And that's where that kind of stuff works for the people that have 10,000 downloads an episode because they'll throw two of those together and they make 40 bucks or something like that. So I'm not anti-ad. I'm just, uh, so we'll, we'll switch over to RSS because that's always fun. Uh, but it's a good one to talk about. Again, talking about switching from one host to the next. I recently did a rebrand of my podcast, which, by the way, Monday show, School of Podcasting, we're talking about when do I rebrand and how do I do it. Um, I did a rebrand of my podcast and changed the name of it altogether. So it used to be Ask the Podcast Coach. Now it's called Your Podcast Questions Answered, something like that. However, my RSS feed uh, URL still has the name of the old podcast. So in this case... He didn't change hosts. He didn't go, I I take that back. He didn't go from Captivate to Buzzsprout. He's on the same thing. He just rebranded it. He says, my RSS feed still has the name of the old podcast. Uh, I uploaded everything through Acast and was informed by their customer service that the URL doesn't actually matter for SEO purposes, and it's nothing to worry about. I'm not the most savvy in this area, so I wanted to ask if anyone could give me some better insight into this. So, Jim, what's one of your favorite podcasts that you listen to? Uh, I mentioned it earlier, Windows Weekly. Great. And what's their feed? I have no idea. Exactly. Don't so, care, actually. Yeah. Don't so care. this is one I like to point out that feeds are not made for humans. They're made for apps. Uh, so it's the it's Apple Podcasts. It's Overcast. It's whatever Pocket Casts. That's what is is looking at that URL, not people. And the other thing, because I've had people say that Google does index RSS feeds, and I think the only time you can force them to show up is if you put something in quotation marks. And I don't know about you, I haven't quotation marked search anything since probably, you know, Hotbot or something like that. Usually, you know, things come up. And so the reason I say Google doesn't index these is because if you take your feed and throw it in Google, you will get a face full of code. And being that Google wants you to have a good experience, they're not going to go, hey, here's the here's an RSS feed that has the word you're looking for. And when you click on that, you're going to get a bunch of code. So, yeah, it's so in this case, the ACAST person was correct, uh, especially when it comes to SEO, your your feed doesn't make a difference at all. I know for years Back in the day, uh, when I had the musician's cooler, I'd put it in feed burner and 
I had, I forget what the typo was. I think it was musician cooler instead of musicians. And I was at the time, I was like, you know what? Who cares? And nobody ever said to me, hey, do you know your feed has, it's missing the S? So, yeah. So it's always interesting how people obsess over these little things and none of them have anything to do with, you know, like actual growing your audience. I mean, I guess SEO would if it did, but it it doesn't. And that's also probably the same person that has their title as, you know, episode 15 or something. And I'm like, that that's where SEO comes into play with your title. Make sure those are things that um, you want to click on because they're going to see you before they hear you. So have good artwork, have a good title of your show, uh, and then have good titles for your episode. And those three things together should all push the person to clicking listen or subscribe or something like that. So how do you folks handle it? When someone asks about your cast uh, or why you have so much audio equipment, um, I'm not talking self-promotion, but just in day-to-day with people you meet, I, I find myself really sheepish about it and don't really want to talk about it for fear of being someone who is always talking about their podcast. And so my answer to this guy is what's wrong with being the guy who was always talking about his podcast. Cause hello, it's like my, I, it's not a joke, but it was true. I was at a, uh, an event uh, with my ex-wife. She was a nurse. So it's a bunch of doctors and nurses. And I'm, I have nothing to say cause they have their own little language and some guy walks up and says, hey, are you the podcast guy? And she rolled her eyes and looked at me and said, I'll see you in 20 minutes. Because she knew, like, oh, my God, you poked the bear. You poked the bear. Yeah. He's not going to shut up for 20 minutes. So I am the guy that talks about his podcast all the time. And uh, when I got into the Hall of Fame, my cousins, my one cousin said, okay, I'm going to ask the question that nobody's going to ask. And I go, what's that? He goes, what the hell's a podcast? <laughs> So do you do you run into this at all? Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. You just, do it for work. I do, and, and listen. I have, you know, some of my coworkers like to make fun, some of them like to make fun of it because you know I'm out in front all the time. I get emails from listeners all the time. You know, we get we get we have these things coming in, and so it just it, I say embrace it to your level of comfort. If it makes you uncomfortable. Do some things to avoid the conversation. If it, if you're comfortable with it, just embrace it for what it is. It's not going to last forever. <laughs> like this isn't like these things. These 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 things too shall pass, and you know we'll move on to at some point, Dave. We'll I I hope we'll move on. <laughs> Ten years Look, we've been doing this. This show. I looked into. I had to make a new episode, and I when I make an episode, I have I have a folder called podcasts. Yeah, and there I have a folder called Ask the Podcast Coach. In that in that folder, I have production, uh, episodes, and finish. So in the episodes folder, I went in today and made one oh four oh eight twenty three, and I had to go into the twenty twenty three folder to do that. Oh. And when I saw the twenty three folder, I saw at the top of the list was the twenty thirteen folder. Oh wow! And well, I'm yeah, like, that makes sense. That makes sense. We did it all the way through the pandemic, <laughs> which was ten years. I felt like. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just, I, I just embrace it. And then, you know, sometimes, and Kyle mentions, you know, he, he's a, he's a real person has interests besides podcast. Yeah. I, I was just on a, um, a call with the, where it was an introductory call. One of our coaches 
uh, was uh, has written a book, and so we were just chatting. We spent the first fifteen minutes talking about solar power, which I have a you know I'm interested in. Yeah, and so you you know it doesn't always have to be about podcasting, but then we spent some time talking. But Dave, you get you know when you run into somebody who's interested in the conversation, and then yeah. you kind of, and then you talk to I know I talk to some people who you can tell in the first two minutes, like yeah, this isn't going to go anywhere. <laughs> like right. let's just be really really clear, they're well, not that it, interested. Like my my sister in law, if you talk to her for longer than twenty minutes, she has two topics. One is she's a school teacher, so she's going to tell you about some horrendous second grader, or or B, she's going to talk about some sort of food that she ate at some place she went to. Like that's just mm-hmm. it's just her. Mm-hmm. Uh, my brother is going to have a conversation about typewriters. My brother fixes and sells old typewriters, and you know it's okay, but that's his thing. That's his jam, and so. Uh, I'm with you. You know, I, a lot of if you, new parents will talk about their kids a lot or grandkids or whatever. We all talk about whatever. And I don't know. Uh, I'm, I'm curious. I wish this was a real person because I'm like, why do you feel weird talking about your podcast? It, it makes people uncomfortable, though. That kind of attention sometimes makes people uncomfortable. And that's OK. Like, go with what no one's you know no one's holding you to this you go with what you're comfortable with right don't feel like you got to fit into somebody else's mold right you fit into your mold that's it i think he said he has a bunch of microphones in his background yeah and so somebody at his job was like why do you have so many microphones and then you just say because i'm a podcaster i mean i have um at least five guitars you know, and if I had them all in one room, somebody walk in and go, how many of these can you play at one time? I'd be like one. But well, yeah, I had know. a friend at work. You know, I say on Home Gadget Geeks Broadcasting Live from the Average Guy TV studios. And he he heard that he was like studios like you have a studio in, in your house. It's not really. I'm like, well, I mean, it's not really. It's a stu- it's my studio. It's what right. I consider to be a studio. It's not your definition of a radio studio is the way you know studios to be. But he thought that was the most hilarious thing in the world. That and not hilarious in a good way. <laughs> he was absolutely right. making fun of me, right? And uh, you know, um, I I said, did I change? No, I still say the average guy TV studios because it's a branding thing. Like I right. want people to think of that. Like, oh yeah, he's in a studio, right? And it changes from time to time, but for the most part, it's the same place. So, yes, you're going to get those kind of people who are going to be like, seriously, dude, are you trying to be more than yeah. you actually are? Yeah. I am actually. <laughs> yes, it's called branding. <laughs> yes. DR says maybe they feel salesy. Yeah. I I yeah. get that. I always tell people to get over the like I don't want to feel like a salesman. Does your podcast help people? And yeah. almost all of them it does. I'm like, okay, so you're not selling people, you're helping people. And that's sometimes not as easy no. to get over as as it sounds. I, I to me I just was like don't care what other people think. Cause if you do, man, your life's going to be horrible. Yeah. And sometimes you have to care. I mean, it's, I, I think right. sometimes it's hard to say, just don't. Cause it is, right. I, like, it hurts, I care what so. my boss thinks, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, or I like to say, use that as fuel right. for, for good for you. Like, how do I take something? Somebody's like, you know, this buddy at work who is like, seriously, the average kid at TV studios, you dork, you know? Take that as fuel and be like, okay, I'm going to make this studio the best it can possibly be. And by the way, since I've done all that, I, I've created thousands of podcasts for Gallup. That was early 
that was early in in this when I first started doing it. And I've been doing it for ten years at Gallup too. So, you know, use it as some fuel, like not in a bad way. Don't be bitter, but 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 take it. I always like to say a little chip on your shoulder, right? That you're just like, okay, I'm going to use this to motivate me to do better every day. Kevin Hart had the comedian had so many just the door slammed and he'd have an opportunity at the last minute, they'd pull the rug out from under him. And every time what I feel would have normally crushed somebody, he was like, all right, I'm going to be so funny. You can't ignore me. Yeah, yeah. That was his kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. So it, it, this, listen, that's a tough thing to do because it's a fine line between um, drive and bitterness right in those two and you can use it as a oh i'm never gonna i hate this i'm right. negative negative drive yourself into the ground right or you can use it as motivation to say well okay and not be bitter about them but i'm going to take that naysay and i'm going to turn it into positive for good and i'm going to i'm going to show them i don't think that's necessarily a bad thing i can't think that can be very motivating and so if you're in that situation again, but there's a fine line there between drive and bitterness. And you have to, I think you have to be careful not to become bitter, but yeah. to use it as drive. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I have a problem that I can't, it, it's something I've run across and I'm like, Hmm. So I here it is. Take care of it. <laughs> <laughs> I have a member of the school of podcasting who lives in the middle of Washington, apparently surrounded by trees and basically, the internet there is very, very spotty at best. Um, like she tried Squadcast, and her bandwidth apparently is not uh, fast enough to support Squadcast uploading things in the background. So we we were talking on Zoom, and even with that, she was occasionally kind of stretching out. So I told her, I said, "Well, what you could do is if your and her audience isn't very technical as well." They're also probably out in the minutes about uh, the horse industry and things like that. And I said, well, you could connect on Zoom because that's what your audience is used to. Maybe have them use earbuds and connect, use those earbuds. I said, that's going to be better than a speaker phone or the phone on or the camera phone, things like that. I'm like, we're we're looking for the better of the worst. And so she did that. And she's like, yeah, I really don't like the way it sounds. And it's like, cause there are things like, I remember when Elsie from Libsyn didn't have the internet, she would record herself and they would talk on the phone and she would record her side of the conversation. They would do something like three, two, one, and then it would make it a little easier to sync the two together. But if you're dealing with people that aren't that technical, yeah. how do you tell somebody open up QuickTime and hit record? And then again, you're going to end up with them recording who knows what microphone. And I was like, I've never run into, and it's one of the things you kind of, obviously you take for granted that if you live in some sort of city that has decent internet, you forget all the people out in the middle of the country that don't. And I'm not sure. Can you think of any, you know, cause when I, when she said Squadcast, her internet wasn't fast enough for Squadcast to, I guess, upload it in the background mm-hmm. and have an video running video too. Um, that's a good question. I don't think, you know, Squadcast has video. You can turn it off. Yeah. So I would do that. 
but I don't think she was recording it. I think she was just doing audio. Dave, I think there's just times where the physical limitations are just too much to overcome. I mean, if you can't use Skynet, uh, I mean, um, whatever Elon is launching <laughs> into the... Uh, uh, and they you, don't have that. Whatever that, that dish thing is that people... Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, because I, uh, I was... Um, um, she, she brought it up on the School of Podcasting group coaching, and we have a guy that's in Louisiana who's in the middle of nowhere, and he got very lucky... Because he has Skynet or whatever dish it's, world. It's Skynet for sure. I mean, Elon is is the guy who's going to be the evil guy in the movie who, you know, right. or, the ro- or the robots uh, kill us all. Right. Um, the Yeah. So physical limitations, right? At some point, you just can't put that square peg in a round hole. It just yeah. doesn't work. So in, in a case like this, and I know, like, you go to town. <laughs> Like go into town. That's what I asked her. I said, Lens "Is there studio space or you know something along those lines?" Because I did a a group coaching call when I drove to Nashville from a McDonald's. Then that's when it dawned on me: oh, that would work because you've got Wi-Fi, but now you're in a McDonald's, so you're you're going to have you know some background noise. And well, so I did, I did a podcast with you. I was out in Portland seeing my sister and yeah. she has terrible internet. So I drove and I sat outside in my car with a headset uh, and connected to their Wi-Fi. right? Made that today I would just make my phone a hotspot because it's, it's ultra wide 5G. And so I would find a spot in town where the ultra wide is there and we'd have no problems. But I think there's, you know, go into town, see if you can rent a spot, see if you can find a place where you can do it. Do it out of your car. Maybe do it out of the horse trailer. I mean, you know, build yeah. a little studio in the horse trailer or go see it. And it's not always possible, but go see these people. If they can do a road trip, take a studio, do a do it in person. That's always a cool kind of thing. If you can, if you can you know, do them do, in person, do them yeah. in person. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah. But I was I was coming up against kind of what you were saying is. There are times when you're like, okay, here are options. Option one, nope. Option two, nope. Option three, nope. Yeah. Option four, uh-uh. option five, and they go, well, yeah, but it's not going to sound good. And I'm like, mm. you know, you don't. It's you kind of go. It's with, not possible. <laughs> yeah, you know? I, it's just one of those things I never think about it, and I always, you know, I always say, well, to start a podcast, you need a microphone and the internet, and I always assume everybody has the internet and. You know, and it's, you know, the United States is big and there are parts of it that haven't been wired yet. And then her her other problem was she's right across the street from some sort of naval base or some sort of, you know, military base. And because of that, like she's not really part of a city or something. It's some weird thing where being close to that. I'm like, well, can't you like park in their parking lot? I bet bet they have Wi-Fi, Um, you know, so it's it was just something that I was like, I have not run into that one before. Yeah, you're going to need to be creative, right? You're going to have to really be creative on this thing and and put up with some, you know, like you put up with some things that aren't normal for for people. A mobile studio may be one of those, you know, a, a trailer or you turn it into a mobile studio and you hijack somebody's Wi-Fi or whatever, which isn't a great idea, you know, but yeah, but you know, it, that it may take move going somewhere where you can get decent Wi-Fi to be able to to kind of pull how willing this is the thing i think sometimes dave you say how willing are you you want to do this podcasting stuff bad right yeah i want to make it work then you're like well you're going to need to spend a few dollars to do it and they're like yeah no i don't it's not that bad i want to <laughs> still want it to be free 
And like, yeah. well, you know, it'd be like, I love to ski. I loved to ski with a D. Mm. I don't ski anymore because I'm afraid if I fall, I'll never walk again. I'm not. Things don't <laughs> I've, heal. I've fallen and I can't get up. Yeah. Things don't heal as fast as they used no, to. No, they don't. Right. But I love to ski and it'd be a lot like skiing and saying, yeah, but I don't want to pay for the, I mean, lift tickets are expensive. Yes, they are. And by the way, there's no other way to get up the hill. Like you're going to spend $200 a day easily on a lift ticket. You're going to spend a hundred dollars at the, if you're going to buy lunch at the lodge. So there's that pushback. Like I want to do this, but I just don't want to make the investment. Well, okay. Well, it's going to hold you back a little bit, yeah. you know, and, and you're going to need to come up with a few dollars if you want to make this work, especially if you live out in the country and you don't have access to Skynet. So that's it. Um, Coach Dave says, I'm adding hijacking of Wi-Fi to my new podcaster <laughs> skill set. I mean, if he can get away with it, I guess it's okay. Yeah. Uh, DR is asking about the brown background that we have, or in some cases, the blue background, or in some cases, it's the hot seat. Oh, I like uh, it. Yeah. These are, um, it's just an image. Is it an overlay? It is, what do they call it in? It's a, it? it's a background in, in um, StreamYard. Yeah. And I, I, I'm assuming it's just, you know, your typical kind of uh, YouTube-sized thing. And then it just – it took me a while to figure out where the um, – where to put the words and things like that so they weren't covering us. And then, like, if we have a third person, the whole thing goes out the window. But uh, Well, sort of. Like, the third person comes in. You still see the episode. You still yeah. see the Ask the Podcast Coach. So. Right. Now, this goes away. The The title up top yeah. goes away. You could come up with another background, Dave, that would dynamic. It wouldn't dynamically change. You would need to manually. But you could have a background that's all of these that are made for three people. Right. And they would, they would, things would slide around. I mean, you could do that. It's it's a little bit of work, but you can yeah. do it. And if I remove Jim for a half a second, uh, oh, that puts me on that. That doesn't work. Anyway, behind us, this is a four, that's a three, and that's a one. So we can't see it, but it actually has very large numbers saying oh, 431 right. behind us. Right. Why Why I do that? Because you'll never see it. <laughs> Maybe if we have three people, but it's there behind it. And then uh, what I did in, in Canva was I have all this laid out, and then I just took an element, I believe is what it's called, and I made it kind of originally it was uh, the blue from the blue in the, the podcast coach, and I did that. And then today I was like, yeah, let's change it up. And so I, I made it brown because that's, I think, if I remember right, part of the gray from the School of Podcasting logo or something like that. But, yeah, you can do it. Canva is amazing. And, and it's there's more stuff you can do with that that I never knew yeah. of. But They're doing the visual art, the AI art now, too, where you can put text in and it'll make some art for you. Yeah, I don't have it ready to go. I paid somebody $27 to wear... I gave them 20 pictures of my face. So I went to all these, you know, pictures on Facebook and where people have me speaking or whatever. And some I, out of, I think they made like 20 pictures of me. And out of those, I'm going to say three are usable. There's one where I look very cartoonish. And what I love is my, my front teeth are crooked. They, they kind of, instead of being straight down, they kind of do this. And what I love is they straightened these teeth and made the other ones crooked. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, 
because it would look weird if Dave's teeth weren't crooked because my teeth uh, are crooked. But uh, it was it, uh, in the text. You should say with you know straight yeah. teeth type deal. So I should have yeah very white straight teeth. That's you don't get any more American than super straight, super white teeth. Yeah, that's that's, that's an American thing. That's an American thing for sure. Yeah, I need to get some. Uh, I just need to get my teeth whitened, basically. I, I keep buying different, every toothpaste. You ever notice that every toothpaste, whitening? It's whitening. It doesn't work. And it yeah. doesn't. I'm it's, like, it's, it's still lie. just as good. It doesn't help me that I drink like eight gallons of coffee <laughs> a day. So like as much as I did, you know, I'd have to wear, I've got these retainers that are, you know, uh, Visalign's. And yeah. if I put those in and drink coffee, it does things. But I don't want, you know, it's like, ah, I don't want to, nah, it's not that worth it to me. So. Yeah, that's what I want to uh I'm actually looking don't, into those, that. I mean, those, don't it, those it, pictures look a little creepy, though? I mean, they are creepy. On. The I'm eyes kinda, especially get really creeped out by them, especially the really good ones. Uh, Mid Journey, I think, is the yeah the one that does really photorealistic uh, AI images. And you kind of, I look at some of them and I kind of go, that is, it, it, when it's somebody else, it's not as bad. But when it's me, I was like, yeah, I don't want any of those. Like, I, I've i never looked that good. I don't ever want to look that good. Like, get that, the skin is perfect. And you're like, yeah, no, let's let's not do that kind of thing. They're creepy. They are absolutely creepy. It's, it's very strange. And I was, I thought I had them here. I guess I don't. I'll have those ready for, for next week. But it was just one of those things where I was like, oh, one of the things we could look at, why are we doing on time? Perfect. Is, I, I swear, during the the making of this episode, we've probably had at least two, probably three artificial intelligent transcription services for podcasters launch. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. every time you turn around, there's yeah. another one. Yeah. And so Cap Show was the first one I had uh D on my last episode because she was talking about how she kind of had to mentally handle that. Like, what do you do when this big behemoth comes out in your space? Um, and I know uh, Colby from Swell AI. Oh. Yeah, that's a pretty cool one. Um, but I, this one is on uh, Cap Show. Cap Show is another one. Yeah, Cap Show was the first one. And this is Cast Magic. It is uh, an AppSumo deal, of course. And so what's interesting about it is you upload it, you can have different shows. I actually, I, I made a mistake here. This was a, a profit from your podcast episode, but I uploaded it under Ask the Podcast Coach. So one of the things here actually says on Ask the Podcast Coach. But what's interesting is you get your your typical, you know, transcription kind of thing. And you can go in here and it'll just say Speaker A. And when I click here, I can say, oh, that's me. And like you can see, it, it remembers uh, who the speakers were. Apparently, this was from a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, so there's here's Michelle, and then you got me, and like now Jim, you'll be added to this. Um, but what's interesting is when you go to the AI content, it gives you ten titles, and I think I picked this one if I remember right. Um, something about investigating things. It gives you keywords, speaker bios, which actually I read this and I was like, you know what, that's pretty straight on for Michelle. It gives you an introduction. This one on this episode of Ask the Podcast Coach. Well, that's because I uploaded it under the wrong podcast. Then they give you a time-stamped uh, overview, questions and answers, added. You know, it slices, it dices, it you know, key topics and bullet points, um, clip finder, 
So if you're looking for quotes, so for those of you that like audiograms, that's the thing I always say about audiograms is the time it takes to make them and the return on investment. Yeah. If you need a real script, if you need a LinkedIn post, if you need a newsletter. Hold on. Hold on. Before you go any farther, go back up to the really script. I always love how they always start it with, hey, hey guys. guys. Yeah. <laughs> like that somehow turns it into a conversation. If I just put, hey, guys, in front of the Magna Carta, <laughs> then it's just, it's just, I, it was just a conversation we were having. <laughs> hey guys, four score and seven years ago, our forefathers. Yes, exactly, exactly. Well, I mean, yeah, but you get that AI, I, I question that. Yeah, I mean, it just tweet threads. It's and it's like thirty nine bucks. I need it while I'm here. Uh, here's my good friend. One time, team. one time, thirty. One time fee. Uh, cast. Here it is. Cast, cast magic. magic. So let me throw this in the thing but I, I just every time i turn around i'm like another one in fact pod squeeze approached me this week and i was like dude how are you different and he's like we all have our own unique stuff and blah, blah, blah. They, do, like, they do listen this is we're in this we're in this realm of or we're in this time of all these you know because open ai has you know basically allowed all these partnerships through an api to chat gpt basically is the way it's working not in all cases but let's just say that's the way it is for now this will get uh, me i'll get my nerd on a little bit here so because they've yeah oh he's been waiting for this it's time for it's been two weeks nerd on So, so w- w- this has opened up this whole world, and of course, Chat GBT four has been released, and I think we're going to see some even more in- innovation around this. Everybody's jumping on that bandwagon to get in there. So, I think we're going to see this proliferation of new companies, new offerings, but they always go. We're, we're the very early um, uh, uh, stages of the Gartner hype cycle, right, or the hype cycle, and so we're climbing that mountain. I think we'll probably climb it for the rest of the year. Those companies will burn out, flame out. It won't work. They won't be able to make it work, whatever. They'll consolidate. Things will go on. By this time next year, there'll be a few left. So just be careful. If you're buying this kinds of software, if you're getting into this kind of thing, odds are they won't make it. I just want to be honest with you. Yeah. They probably won't make it. So just have have a couple if in this cycle. Be looking at a couple of these things. Have a few on backup. Maybe Swell. Swell's a good one. I use Otter.ai. They were they were early to this thing, right? Jasper's another one of those companies. Will Jasper make it? It, it who knows, right? They look good in the beginning, but now their hundred dollar plan doesn't look as good as the twenty dollar plan that I can buy from from OpenAI, right? So, all those things being said, we're in that climb on the hype on the hype cycle. Just don't be surprised a year from now if half of them are gone, right? They they just don't make it. We're go, we're gonna go. This is a lot like when everybody started offering free hosting back when you know. Um, uh, that company that starts with an A that I won't say the name. Right. Spotify started. for podcasters. <laughs> and then everybody started offering all this free. Here's how we're yeah. going to. Well, most of that stuff's gone. Right. So just don't be surprised. There you go. Yeah. Um, if we. What I love about this is. In theory. Yeah. Okay. So let me come back. You, you mentioned that we're not going to go on a Dave rant here. But I just think it's funny when it comes to the free hosting is. One is called Red Circle, and Red Circle used to have when you, they just rebranded their front page, you know, grow and monetize, dynamic insertion, 
yada, yada, yada. And it used to be about here. There'd be a button like click here for free, mm-hmm. right? It was all about free. In fact, if I go to their pricing plan, they don't even mention the free plan until you scroll down and go, oh, wait a minute, there is a free plan. Yeah. So it's just one of those where it's like, you know, I've always said free is not a good business model. I mentioned it last week, one of my favorite apps uh, I was using. And what they did, in my opinion, because, man, they had service like nobody's business. They had a great product. It was called Volley. And they, they made this free version. And they said, okay, everybody who's using the free version, you're never going to have to pay for this. And then we're going to come up with these new features, and you're going to have to pay for them. We're like, great. So then they came out with all the stuff you had to pay for, and we all went, um, don't need it, don't need it, don't need it, don't need it. Okay, good. I'm just going to stay on the free program. I think that's what killed them. Um, so, yeah, Red Circle is not – I always tell people, the person's like, I have to go with free. And I'm like, oh, for the love of God, um, you don't need a podcast. You need a job. But if you need free, go with Red Circle. Um, it's so much better than the uh, artist formerly known as Anchor. So um, – you well, and they have all been monkeying with their plans. Spreaker has gone through, I think, two or three different renditions in the last couple of years of the way they support their plans. And they yeah. have a new one. They have a they have a new one now that you have to go through. I think Red Circle is going to go through the same kind of you know evolution, and eventually they probably will stop doing free plans altogether. Yeah. That's all. Listen, this is where it always ends. <laughs> Don't be surprised if you're either if you're putting customers on free plans or you're on a free plan itself it too shall pass and it will stop being free at some point it's just as it or it'll change or i think even in in uh, anchors case it's it'll 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 get different right they'll find a way to monetize you maybe they're already doing that now but so just just yeah we can we go through this all the time just like free hosting is consolidated down Folks are dropping out. I, I, you know, a couple of years ago, I went and got them all and started yeah. putting my half of them are gone. Like yeah. that, that, that link that, you know, I used to have like, uh, I use rain, raindrop, rain, raindrop.io to, to track all of my links, my smart links. And it used to be a full page and now it's half the page. Yeah. They've gone out of business. Yeah. I forget the, the one. It's hard to say because, but I just remember they, they didn't do redirects. And it was free. So when they went out of business, everybody's like, how do I get my podcast off of here? I'm like, yeah. I'm like, and you can't contact support because their support was awful when they were in business and now they're out of business. I'm like, so. Well, um, Larry, hold on, Larry. I got to, we got to comment on this. Like, so Larry says YouTube does this free hosting pretty well and they've managed to survive. That's because you are in on YouTube. They're, They're, you're paying for this with their advertising. They're making money off of you. Right. You know that, right? I mean, you're the product. So, I mean, it's okay. It works. It works for a lot of people until it doesn't. Let me give you an example. So on YouTube, most people are, if you try to use the standard YouTube experience today with ads, it's horrible. So they've hijacked you or they now using, using methods of extortion, they're making you pay to get rid of the ads. Who are they paying you? No. You're paying them. Now, in theory, you're supposed to get some of that money and some of those kinds of things. But but you're not. I mean, you're the product on YouTube. I hope you I hope you guys know that. Right. That Google is making tons of money off of you for you making the cut. You're doing all the work 
They're doing none of it. They're making billions of dollars. So that's that model, you know. I'm I'm <laughs> I'm completely um fascinated. We have somebody in our chat room and you at least from StreamYard I can't I can't kick people out. I'm like that's weird. Um and so I went over to YouTube and I don't see their I don't oh, maybe the, the uh that's Twitch. Ah, that's why. It's Twitch. That's why. Yeah, somebody just, just leave it. Twitch, yeah. Nobody's nobody's listening to, it, so. to them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, oh my gosh. Um, what's interesting? Larry says here. Ask Super Joe Pardo how used he feels. Holy cow! That guy. Do you know Super Joe Pardo? Have you ever been to yeah, his event? Super Joe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Super Joe is like he, he's just such a nice guy, and I'm looking forward to his event. He's finally going back to doing it in person. But this guy gets the most brutal comments, like "Super Joe, you suck. You should stop." Oh yeah, blah, blah, blah. like, and he just puts them up. YouTube hey, thanks culture. so much for watching. Yeah, YouTube culture is horrible. Yeah, it is just terrible. Yeah, and Larry says creators make a lot of money. They do. There's a few. There's a few who make the 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 percentage of creators who make a lot of money versus the percentage of creators who don't is is gigantic, right? Very small percentage. Does that mean you shouldn't use it? No. I mean, if you're comfortable, I use it. I, I like it. I just go in eyes wide open, friends, on all these all oh, these yeah. things that you're doing. That and if any- it's working for you, just do it, right? You don't, don't, you don't have to listen to me. I still use it. I just know what I'm getting into when I get there. So that eventually, if they ever pull something or go out of business or whatever, you go, yeah, it's a free thing. What do you expect? So like when Volley went out of business, I was kind of like, ah, and I was like, I was more mad at myself because I built something on a free platform. I was like, I, I went against my own advice. I'm like, you yeah. idiot. Yeah, yeah. And I, I believed in, and I still do. The, the guy was super nice. He had a great track record. He'd taken multiple companies and sold them. And I was like, all right, I, I'm putting all my faith in Josh and Josh is a great guy. But in this case, in this time, in this environment, it didn't work. And he was like, I'm really sorry. And I was like, ah, why did I do this on a free thing? So, well, you know, what's going to happen at YouTube again. They've done this once, actually twice. There's going to be a haircut. There's going to be a day when YouTube goes, man, we're paying out too much money. And because of the terms and conditions that YouTube has, you, as a content creator, you have zero rights on yeah. YouTube. Zero. You, They can give you copyright strikes. You have very little things you can do about it. There's really no way. There's no governing board. There's no one to keep track of YouTube and what they're doing. One day they'll come down and say, you know what? We're, we're giving out too much money. I mean, they're not going to say it this way. They're going to they're gonna cut that. And what, what do you have any... I mean, you're going to go to a labor board. That's it. We're going to unionize and we're going to go to them and say, we're not going to use your platform. We're going to go to, we're going to, we're, we're going to shut up and take it. Yeah. that's yeah. exactly. It. They can so. literally do whatever they want. I mean, yeah. it's, it's, it's so, you know, they, that day is coming. I don't know when, and I'm not saying I have any inside information or I know anything, but that this is the way it works. <laughs> They're yeah. going to do it again. It's going to be severe. I'm going to leave YouTube. Oh, I remember the I last mean, time they did it. A couple years ago, right? And that's yeah. when people started going to Patreon. And what's interesting, right, right. And, and from what I hear now, there are people on YouTube that'll be like, you know, and then there was this whole pandemic thing, and they're like, hold on. 
I'm going to talk about that in the last 30 minutes. You have to get that on Rumble, or right, you have to right. sign up because they don't want to talk about anything remotely controversial because then they'll lose their YouTube. And the YouTube gets some of the audience, and then they use that audience to go someplace where people have to pay, and that's where you right. enjoy your three percent that signed up. So, yeah, it's it's uh, it is what it is. And like you said, we've seen this before. <laughs> Just know, Coach Dave says, what's your advice? Just, my advice is be smart and know. Right, I, you you've got to make your own decisions on this kind of thing. If you're going to use YouTube or go to Rumble or go to Galaxy or whatever the whatever v- vent not Venmo Vimo no what was the what was Venmo the vent no no oh Venmo. Uh, uh, uh crap uh, well, yeah. now that I've said Venmo you can get Vim- Vimeo Vimeo thank you um yeah you've got it or Twitch like you you've got to do some you got to do some legwork and figure out that works for you just don't be this is so crazy when this happens and people go you know they're up in arms and and listen be up in arms if you want to be up in arms about it but it just don't be surprised like, yeah if, when these things when these things happen right? well it's the and, golden age of YouTube take advantage of it now that would, and, I guess would be my advice take advantage of it and the beauty of it is if Jim go like YouTube goes away kicks him off youtube yeah where am i gonna go the average guy.tv right. you gotta have that in your people's head so that when something goes up like what happened to dave i don't know let's go to school of podcasting.com and see what is there and if it's not there then you better have an email list because mm-hmm. you own that if you paid for it um you know have some way of contacting your people because i mean we go back to the old days of mp3.com and when that thing got sold and sued and sold and sued and sold and sued, there are people that were using, you know, mp3.com slash Dave. They didn't have their own website. Yeah. And they were yeah. making a living at that. And then it went away and, and their audience had no way to contact them because they never said, oh, I'm over here at the average guy.tv and school of podcasting.com and ask the podcast coach.com. So, Jim, what's coming up on uh, the average guy.tv? So this week, besides having all the athletic greens advertising that I have that on there, uh, Aaron Lawrence joins me from two weeks ago with Easter weekend. I took this week off, but Aaron Lawrence joins and we spent some time talking about some kitchen gadgets and man, kitchen gear has gotten super good and super complicated. So uh, check it out. It's available today. HomeGadgetGeeks.com. Nice. And on the school of podcasting, and I'll, I'll talk about this on the episode, like the last five episodes have come directly from people asking me a question. Nice. And, the, and I've had people say, hey, these have been really good. And I'm like, I, I thought I was doing this the whole time. But uh, so we're talking about why do I rebrand? When do I rebrand and how to do it without shooting myself in the foot? So that will be coming out. And of course, we'll be here every Saturday. Askthepodcastcoach.com slash live. Uh, don't forget to like and subscribe and ring the bell. That whole nine yards and uh We'll see you next week. Yeah.